Hello, everyone, and welcome to Casual Experts Only. I'm Mike, and I'm joined, as usual, by Luke. Hey. And, yeah, there has been there was a lot of crazy <laughs> DC news last week. Mm-hmm. Um, by, the, by the time this comes out, it'll be about, um, like, probably, like, al- almost a week. So, yeah, it's been almost a yeah. week since those announcements came out. And <laughs> James Gunn waited until the last minute. He initially mm-hmm. said, like mid or late january but what ended up waiting till the last day of january so, yeah yeah it's kind of funny but yeah so let's um go into those i think first off i found it interesting but i was glad that he mentioned the projects that are already coming up this year like shazam yeah. flash blue beetle and aquaman and he he definitely seems excited about all of them which is cool yeah uh, i feel like i've been seeing a lot of chatter online where people were kind of not super interested in these new movies if they're not going to be a be part of a wider universe which right. first off i feel is kind of dumb because what if like even if they're good movies like you know so what if they're not part of you know the bigger universe like is you're exactly. only gonna watch something that's part of the universe i feel like people, people have been right. kind of spoiled by the mcu but mm-hmm. um but it does seem like he's addressed those, so I feel like he's not just going to pretend they don't exist until his stuff comes out. Right. It seems like he acknowledges their existence and thinks they're good. And he even said that the Flash reboots the DC universe. So I was kind of hoping mm-hmm. he was sort of going to springboard off the Flash to kind of explain things, like how things are different. Yeah. Um. So I kind of hope he does that. And considering he did mention that, it kind of seems like that might be the direction um he's going but what makes that kind of confusing is blue beetle and aquaman both come out after the flash Mm -hmm. so are they just supposed to take place before the flash and the flash is like you know the reboot but then we also have like some other stuff like the waller show after so it's like where's the like line in the sand where we see like the reboot of the dc universe you know yeah i think for continuity i think that everything after the flash will just take place after the flash Mm because i i couldn't imagine for the casual audience that would be kind of confusing like the flash came out changes everything but these other movies they have before it that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me i mean yeah that's true i don't know i I mean it could i don't know i mean he also there we will talk about this towards the end of this episode but he has said that he is open to having some of the dc actors reprise their roles so it doesn't yeah. seem like he's totally rebooting everything necessarily. It's not like right. not every role. So that's kind of mm-hmm. confusing, you know, like I, I kind of feel like if that's true and it's some like some weird amalgamation of a hard reboot and a soft reboot, mm-hmm. you know, like what's going on there. I, I, I really hope that it's not confusing, <laughs> but right. I guess we'll see. But yeah, yeah, so we got those four movies coming out and I guess it's not necessarily like they're totally going to be erased. It's just sort of like going to be rebooting things with the flash. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's that. But then we have um, the actual projects that are coming up. And for first off, I kind of want to address the name um, of the first chapter It's called gods and monsters, mm-hmm. which I find kind of interesting. Um, you know, I'm probably like overanalyzing this, but I think, a big difference and i've heard other people say this as well the big difference between marvel and dc is like marvel is kind of very like human centered like the main characters are very like just humans that like have like Mm -hmm. powers 
or something. Yeah. But you know, bes- besides maybe Thor and like a few other godlike characters, but with DC, a lot of them are like gods or like godlike beings that are mm-hmm. trying to be more human. You yeah. know, and then we have Batman, who's like the most human out of all of them, but is like the least human at the same time, you know? Yeah. And right. I kind of find DC more interesting because of that. You know, yeah. I find them just the, all the characters a lot more interesting. You know, I find that I find the like gods that are trying to be more human a lot more interesting than just, you know, a bunch of super soldiers. No, <laughs> which is mm. definitely a bit reductionist of Marvel, but still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely understand that. But so I kind of feel like that's where they're going with this, like gods and monsters. Like there are a few projects that have actual monsters in it, so, that, that, so that's obvious. Mm-hmm. But the whole gods thing, I'm assuming, is mentioning, you know, is referring to Superman and Wonder Woman and maybe even like Green Lantern. Yeah. But yeah, you want to just hop mm-hmm. right into the first project, which is an animated project. I think this yeah. is that creature commandos creature commandos yeah and and what i thought was interesting was i'm kind of taking a step back real quick is that um oh yeah even like the bigger superheroes that were mentioned there's a superman there's a wonder woman there's a batman but mm-hmm. like all of those projects are specifically designed to introduce other characters mm-hmm. and so like there are projects that are completely new characters but there are projects where the, the characters we already know but they're sort of geared more towards introducing some of the other characters which i thought was really kind of like the best way to go about this instead of just starting right out the gate with like a justice league and all the main heavy hitters you do have some of those characters but Mm -hmm. they're more geared towards introducing characters that the audience is not not necessarily familiar with yeah i feel like it'd be a bit boring to have like five to ten years of just setting up you know like superman batman wonder woman you know kind of thing i i am glad that they are introducing other characters so it's kind of expanding the universe you know, without mm-hmm. making us wait super long. Yeah. yeah. Like, but yeah, so I guess Creature Commandos, what do you, like, think about this? Because I've, like, I, I, I really have no, <laughs> like, idea really what they are. Like, I, I kind of know what they are. Like, they started, they are supposed to be, like, a World War II team originally, but I, I don't really have yeah. much interest in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, and it's literally been a day since the announcement we're recording yeah. this the day after. Right, yeah. Um, from what I've heard, it's kind of like what the Dark Universe was trying to be. Like, there's all these monsters mm-hmm. that are like a crime-fighting team. Like, you have Frankenstein, the Bride of Frankenstein. I don't remember any of the other characters, but they're sort of like different, like, uh, classic monster mm-hmm. archetypes are in this group, and they originally were fighting Nazis, but then yeah. they were... Uh, in the New 52, I think they were brought to the modern day and they're oh, just okay. sort of like these classical, what you would like imagine as like the classic monsters. They're in this group and yeah. they're just like, like a crime fighting group. Interesting. Yeah. So they did show a picture, which I'm going to throw up on the screen. But mm-hmm. um, if you're listening to the audio, obviously, um, there's it looks like Weasel is going to be part of this animated group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I do see there's a character called G.I. Robot. I think that's what his name is. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that's Sergeant Rock on the far left. No, or that Rick is Flag? Uh, Rick Flag Senior. It, it's oh yeah. Rick Flag Senior. Okay, so yeah, that, okay, that, that that makes sense, especially with the red, the yellow shirt and everything. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, I mean, I'll definitely watch it because it's DC, and I know James Gunn is writing it, so it should be in- yeah. interesting. But it doesn't like pique my interest too much. Mm-hmm. Next thing we have is Waller, Waller, which is interesting because it's still Viola Davis playing her. Hmm. 
Um, so it's kind of confusing if this still takes place in like the, you know, the Suicide Squad DCEU continuity or if this is part of the rebooted thing, you know, because I guess they're not going to recast everybody. But he did say that she, she's going to team up with Peacemaker characters. Right. So that's a little confusing. Um, I, I said in our reaction video that's up on our U YouTube channel, um, I, I did say that I think that the Waller series was already like in development. I think mm -hmm. they announced it soon after Peacemaker season one came out. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's probably just a leftover, like they were already developing it. So they're just kind of going to re release it kind of like the movies that are coming out this year. But I yeah. could be wrong. Maybe it is part of the new universe, but I think it would be kind of odd to have Waller and the Peacemaker characters in like the first chapter of the DC universe, you know, mm -hmm. at least having like such a focused role. Yeah. I mean, the way that it's, it's grouped with these other things, it kind of implies that it's part of, yeah the main continuity but i'm not i don't know it could be yeah i'm not sure yeah i mean he did say that the official start of the dcu the fir official first thing is going to be superman yeah so speaking of superman i'm pretty sure the next project is superman legacy which mm -hmm. i wasn't really expecting that title i was expecting them yeah. to go maybe something off of like from the actual comics i guess mm -hmm. um but I wonder, like, what that means—the whole yeah. legacy thing. Especially considering he's this is supposed to be a Superman just starting out. Mm -hmm. Um. So I, yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. That we really don't have much information on. But it's supposed to come out in, I think, July 2025. Yeah. Um. And we know James Gunn is currently writing it, and we're probably not going to see casting for another few months. Mm -hmm. Um. Because he said he doesn't want to cast until they're already done the script. Yeah. That makes um, sense. So, and like, they still have time, you know, that's, it's supposed to come out yeah. in like two and a half years. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that will be interesting. I feel like there's been, there's a lot of like, th th this movie has a, like a really steep hill to climb mm -hmm. because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of like bad blood with fans over Henry Cavill not being in it, you know, especially after there was that, you know, seemed like an official announcement that they're going to be continuing with Henry mm -hmm. Cavill and he's going to get a, a sequel, you know? Right. And yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm like, you know, I'm not ex exactly happy about it. You know, I, w I would definitely prefer to see Henry Cavill do more. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, kind of accepted reality. I'm not just going to, you know, boycott right. this movie because like, oh, well, the actor I want to be in it isn't in it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like if this if this universe does well, they could probably well they could definitely bring them back in a similar way mm -hmm. to like how Michael Keaton's coming back or something like that, where they yeah. can bring back these older actors in right. the future at some point. It's not off off the table. Right. And even James Gunn was saying that anything not in the main DCU is going to be under the Elseworlds label. Right. Um, so, you know, like the Batman and Joker and whatnot. But I feel like there also there's also could be an opportunity down the line to have other elseworlds mm -hmm. projects you yeah. know um like like another S superman project with henry cavill at some point you know like mm -hmm. it, it seems like he and james like it doesn't seem like they parted on bad terms or anything right you know right. and he even james even said in a, in a tweet that he's looking forward to maybe working with him down the line mm -hmm. so yeah i guess i'll see like I, the reason i'm not super excited about this movie is i feel like oh with all the main heroes I feel like, you know, I feel like there's been so many versions. I'm just not super excited about seeing new versions of them so soon. Mm -hmm. 
But at the same time, you know, if the trailer looks amazing and the casting's great, all that stuff, then I'll, I mean, I'm definitely going to see it no matter what, you know? Right. Uh, I just hope it's really good and it's kind of worth all this drama and restarting everything, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So I think the next big project on the dock, unless there was anything else you wanted to say about this. No, the Superman is probably the one I have the least to say about, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Next is Lanterns. Which mm. I'm kind of surprised it's called Lanterns and not like Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, um, the, well, the thing the thing that I thought about is that the last Green Lantern live action project was called was literally called the Green Lantern, but this is this is it drops the green and it's plural, meaning right. that we're gonna see there's gonna be more than one, and there's probably gonna be more of a focus on the other lanterns. Like there's gonna we're gonna yeah. see yellow lanterns, we're gonna see red lanterns, we're gonna mm. see purple i think was another one i don't know but we're gonna see all the different yeah. colors that's what i'm kind of getting from this it's not just about the green lanterns i didn't think really about fascinating that to me i didn't think about that but yeah that's actually a good point that would be really cool And he did say something about there being like some terrifying secret they uncover that yeah. you know leads into the rest of the dcu i think it would be cool to introduce at least one other lantern core if not multiple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i'm really excited for this because personally i've been thinking for a long time that like i would i think the perfect like next live action green lantern project would be you know a team up with hal jordan and john stewart so i'm really glad that they're focusing on both of them and not just one or the other right and i'm glad it's them and not like another character i feel like you need to establish those two because they're like they're Mm -hmm. kind of the main human green lanterns yeah i really want to see the other ones at some point maybe Mm -hmm. even in this series but i'm really looking forward to seeing these two yeah. Uh, established and i'm assuming it's they're going to show like everything else like you know like where they come from and all that i'm assuming it's not just going to be those two because he even said there are right. going to be other green lanterns in it mm-hmm. i know some people are a little bit upset that he said it's going to be a terrestrial adventure you know yeah. but i mean you know there's been i i think that's a fine starting point yeah yeah especially considering they're just starting out as like what it's supposed to be the second like official project in the dcu right um in this rebooted everything so i feel like i'm okay with that you know Mm -hmm. and i feel like it'd be hard to do kind of a space mystery at least without establishing more of the dc like cosmic side of things Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i'm totally okay with it as long as they don't brush over their origins or like anything like that which i don't think they will yeah I mean, it makes sense because it's their sector is Earth and everything, you know, is is that area. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with it as long as it's done well. And yeah, I yeah. feel like they have a very good opportunity to really develop Jon Stewart's character. Because um, mm-hmm. when, when he first started out, he was a very in- interesting character. He was like a very angry character. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hal kind of had to rein him in a bit. So I feel like that could be an interesting dynamic, kind of having the yeah. older Hal Jordan and a younger Jon Stewart kind of thing. Mm-hmm. and i i find the art that they have for for this series kind of interesting like i'm I'm assuming this is like is this from a comic do you know i don't have it in front of me but okay. i can pull it up real quick yeah it definitely looks like a comic cover yeah i, f- I don't know which one though i'm pretty sure yeah so the how jordan on the left is from green lantern earth one Okay. I'm not sure what the John Stewart one was, but yeah, I was kind of wondering like it, it cuz those suits don't look like classic Green Lantern suits. 
Right. So I was kind of wondering, like, if they're going to, like, try and more, like, make them look like humans, like, human clothes with, like, a Green Lantern, like, logo on it, which I kind of hope they don't mm -hmm. go that route, or that might be interesting initially, but I really want to see the classic, like, Green Lantern suits, you know? Yeah. And not... Yeah, for sure. Not, like, a weird muscly thing mm -hmm. like they had in the 2011 movie. Right. Um, but I guess we'll see how that goes. But that's probably the one I'm most excited for. I've been itching to see Green Lanterns on the screen you know, in live action for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I think the next one was um, The Authority, maybe? Mm. I guess it doesn't even really matter if we mix them up a little bit. But yeah, the article I have, they're not in it, and they're not in the order that they, that they were announced. They're split okay. up like movies, and then there's the TV shows. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. So there's the authority which is going to be a movie mm -hmm. and i really don't know anything about the authority really like i i did a quick google search and i'm like they're from i forget what it's called like west side wild, wild storm well, it's a different completely wrong wild storm <laughs> yeah it was a it was a different continuity but dc okay. was still publishing it and in recent years they've been trying to incorporate it kind of slowly into the main continuity but it looks like they're going to go right out the gate with this in the mainstream um DCU. And from what I've gathered it seems like it's like the Watchmen mixed with like the boys. Mm -hmm. So it's a very violent, very brutal comic book and they're That's sort fun. of the group is they kind of um they sort of like the it's it's kind of like Amanda Waller's philosophy where like as long as we and as long as the end goal is is good, then it doesn't matter how we got there kind of thing. Okay. So the, they're so, not exactly classically heroic. Right. Right. Okay. That could definitely be an interesting concept. Um, given what you just <laughs> said, I feel like that would have to be like a more serious, maybe even an R-rated movie. Which right. James Gunn did say is going to be a mix of PG-13 and R-rated projects, yeah. which I think is great because I feel like that's right. a major thing that these or Marvel really lacks. Is just yeah. like committing or like just being willing to branch out from just the family friendly stuff, mm -hmm. you know, because there's so many different corners of both Marvel and DC's universe. Not all of right. it can fit into this family friendly, you know, PG, PG 13 bubble, you know. Exactly. exactly. Um, I think the CW does that too, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I'm glad that they're, they're sticking to the tone of each character or each group, you know. Right. That being said, I feel like this is the one project that I wish wasn't on this slate, mainly okay. because I feel like it's too early. Okay. Um, I feel like if they were going to introduce a kind of obscure team like this, like not even in the main DC continuity, you know, I feel mm -hmm. like that should be happen maybe later down the line. I, I, I kind of prefer, I would have preferred if they stuck to some other DC characters that haven't really got their time to shine yet. Okay. That 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 being said, I mean, it could be a really interesting addition, you know, and mm -hmm. it could be interesting. He's he said they were going to interact with the other DC heroes. Yeah. So that could definitely be interesting to see, especially like heroes that are like Superman, who are a lot more, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> um, classically right. heroic. Yeah, and the other thing about this is that they're like, and the kind of the the whole slate as a whole, like, there's not any like diehard Amanda Waller fans who are going to be super mm -hmm. upset if you change anything. So it's like there's yeah, a lot true. less risk with some of these titles, and so with the authority it gives that's them a, a lot point. more room to to kind of be creative with the subject material. Which I feel like is where James Gunn thrives in a lot of ways because yeah. he takes characters that nobody really knows about and he 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 stays true to them to the comics to a certain extent, you know. But he also mm -hmm. does his own thing, and because nobody right. really cares cares about the characters, it works. Mm -hmm. 
the brave and the bold. So I, I, I did not expect him to talk about a Batman project. Cause I feel like mm -hmm. we've already got the Batman and you know, there is, you know, I just feel like we have so many Batmans and then there's going to be two Batman in the flash. So I was kind of yeah. surprised, but at the same time, I think if they're going to do a Batman movie, I'm glad that it's going to be with Robin yeah. and that's going to introduce the bat family. Mm hmm. I guess the thing that would is really going to make me excited about this is like the aesthetics and the casting. Right. Um, I feel like if they don't get those right, I don't, I'm not really going to care about this, mm -hmm. but you know, so I wouldn't say I'm on the fence. I'm leaning towards being excited for this, but I'm kind of like, there's already so many Batman running around. You know, I feel like this one really has to establish that it's unique, which having yeah. Robin in it kind of does that, but I feel like it needs to, really build out the bat family in the universe yeah yeah um because for the past like 20 years it's it, most of the batman movies has been very solo yes yes yeah. so, like that is just the tip really of annoying. the batman <laughs> iceberg like there's so much yeah. other you could do with this character when you introduce sort of the other oh, yeah. elements of the world and so I'm, I'm very excited that we get to go a little bit deeper with this uh, one thing that's interesting which could potentially differentiate this between mm -hmm. other batmans is that it's specifically the Grant Morrison run, which right. if you're familiar with that, uh, that was actually Dick Grayson as Batman. Oh, really? Yes. I did not so know they, that. So if they want to make this super mm. different than all the other ones, it could just be like, this is not Bruce, this is Dick. And so that could be potentially like we introduce Dick and then Bruce starts up later and then he could, you know, go off and do his Nightwing thing. Yeah. But if you want to start out with this being distinctly different, like that could be a good way to go. I feel like that that could go really well or not so great because I feel like, you know, like the first yeah. Batman entry might be kind of mm -hmm. weird and confusing for people if it's Dick. Right. I feel like they would have to really lay the groundwork well somehow, either yeah. with like previous stuff or in the actual movie, you know, mm -hmm. not have him be Batman at first, like maybe open the movie with like kind of like what Gotham Knights did have Bruce like die right. or something or be out mm -hmm. of commission. And, you know, he's been Robin and like Damien's been on like the sidelines and Damien like is the new Robin and Dick yeah. has to step me. But, you know, I feel like there could be a really cool way of doing it. And like you said, really differentiate it from the other Batman projects. And then mm -hmm. like at the end of the movie, Bruce comes back or something where they like set that up in some way. Yeah. But that could be really cool. Especially mm -hmm. seeing Dick kind of adjust into the Batman role. Right. While also being a mentor to Damien, who's super annoying, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like that yeah. that could actually be really cool. But I guess we'll see how that goes. And I, I feel like it'd be a really cool introduction to Dick, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and kind of have him be, like you said, be Nightwing later on. Mm -hmm. that makes me a little more in interested in it honestly if it's not bruce and dick and say because we like i, I kind of never thought that it would be even be an option to have dick be batman mm -hmm. you know in in live action because it's taken so long to even just get a nightwing on the big screen you know right right hmm. all right well that kind of intrigues me a little more yeah i i also hope that all the other like the bat family exists you mm -hmm. know, like I, I, I hope they're not skipping over some to get to Damien. I hope that like Barbara yeah. and Jason and Tim all exist and mm -hmm. are kind of doing their own thing at this point. Or maybe Jason is like presumed dead and then later yeah. on they, they can do a Red Hood thing. That's what I was thinking. Like if you're going to introduce the whole mm -hmm. family in this one movie, you'd probably just have Jason already be dead and then mm -hmm. you could 
do the red hood later on because having like four robins right out the gate might be a little too much yeah but i think it is a smart idea no matter what they do that they're not just doing a batman origin thing yeah or like a young batman because the batman is already doing that Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I feel like there is a really good middle ground between the Batman and like Ben Affleck's Batman, you know, mm-hmm. where there's kind of like a peak, um, like Batman at, at his peak between that, you know, kind of like the Arkham games where he's, right. he's not quite old and jaded yet, but he's not young and inexperienced. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, so I feel like if they follow that track, it could be really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, move on to, I guess, let's talk about Paradise Lost, this new series. Yeah. And in the initial reaction, I said that I brought up the, um, the, the, I forget John Milton, I think was the author, the original, the classic literature Paradise Lost, which is oh yeah the Garden of Eden. That has nothing to do with it. I was mistaken. It's, oh, um, it's intentional. There was a Wonder Woman Paradise Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's it's sort of a Wonder Woman prequel. Like Diana is not Wonder Woman yet. It's a civil war between the Themyscirian, the Themyscirian. Mm. Like they're kind of like split, and so there's like an Egypt Egyptian people where like oh, okay. Artemis comes from, and then there's the oh, Themyscirian, which is where Diana comes from. And so it's like a civil war between the two of them over who's going to be the next queen of like the whole. I guess I don't know what the whole race is called. I don't maybe they're the Amazons. I don't know what they're yeah. called, but I think just the Amazons. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's kind of a civil war over who's going to be like the next queen of over all of them, and so okay. it, this is before she's Wonder Woman, um, and so it's they're kind of like going to explore that world, which I brought up this earlier. I think I would really like to see some of the supporting characters. Um, Artemis is a really interesting character that I that I like. I don't think mm-hmm. Donna Troy is going to be there because she was adopted; she's not obscure yeah. and by blood. But there's gonna, there's a lot of other interesting characters they could bring up. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, like I, f- I feel like they did a really good job in like the Wonder Woman movies, like just kind mm-hmm. of having them in it and like representing them, but we didn't really get right. to explore them too much. Yeah. So I feel like this could be interesting. Was was Wonder Woman in Paradise Lost? You said it was like a prequel, so I'm guessing not. Or, Diana or was, was there, but she, she was. wasn't as she was not as Wonder Woman. Okay, so it was before. So she, she, was, she doesn't have the title Wonder Woman, but she as a character, she's mm-hmm. there. So do you think she's going to be introduced in this series, or if they're just going to focus on? the amazons and she's not there yet i think i think she could probably be there like a young diana could probably be there i think that would be really smart to like introduce Mm -hmm. her before she's wonder woman because we've never really seen that before yeah introduce her you know at least not you know in the course of one movie we have but like kind of introduce her and then have her become wonder woman over the course of like two projects yeah i think that would be kind of cool so like she's not necessarily the main character but she's introduced Mm-hmm. And he did say they're going to introduce it kind of like uh, Westeros, you know, like it's kind of an exploration of the world instead of yeah. focusing on one character, which it could be cool if it's done in a really cool way. And if it's kind of a more serious mm-hmm. like um, period piece type thing or like, you know, like an yeah. ancient Greek um, theme, mm-hmm. which I feel like they really, really, really missed the mark with Wonder Woman making it like a Greek epic. It could have been really cool if they did yeah. something like that and have her battle like, you know more than Ares, like some ancient mm-hmm. Greek monsters or something like that. But mm-hmm. then with Wonder Woman 1984, they went out a totally different route, you know? So I feel like th- right. if they did that with this and make it make her roots very, you know, ancient Greek, it could be super cool. Especially yeah. considering this new Percy Jackson series is coming out soon. And mm-hmm. I feel like there might be like a resurgence of like the whole like Greek mythology thing with like young kids and y- young people and whatnot and in yeah. pop culture. 
So they might be able to mm -hmm. kind of like exploit that. Yeah, another thing that is they haven't casted Diana yet, but Gal, Gal Gadot is a producer on this show. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So Hmm. I don't we don't I probably she's not gonna probably not gonna Probably be in it, but not. she is a she is a producer on the show. Interesting. Huh. Well, that's kind of interesting then. Yeah, like he, uh, James did say, like he's planning on working with a lot of these actors, you know, going forward, even if they're not playing their respective roles anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and also this is supposed to be an HBO show. Like it's 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 not just it's not kind of like Titans, where it's just HBO Max. It seems like it's going to be like, you know, an actual HBO show. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. So Yeah. I feel like that's gonna have more budget and it's probably gonna be more serious. and Mm just higher production and everything. So that could actually be a pretty cool show, honestly, the more -hmm. I Yeah, think about it. absolutely. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, that's Paradise Lost. I guess let's talk about Booster Gold, Booster Gold. which I'm really excited for this. It's supposed to be another another series. Um, I'm, I'm really excited because I, I really like Booster Gold's character. I've, I've liked him for a while, and I feel like he doesn't really get much spotlight. Like, there's maybe one... or two episodes focused on him in like Justice League Unlimited, the animated series. And that's kind of the extent of his character, but I feel like he's really interesting. He's not like your typical, like, I don't know, uh, heavy hitter type character. Cause Mm -hmm. he's more like, I'm trying to think of an equivalent. That's the thing too. There's not really much of an equivalent for his character. I find those characters interesting when the, you, you, you can't draw like a, a, a clear, like, um, line between like an like a marvel character and a dc character or something you know like a
superhero mm, okay you know yeah. like where people are like enamored with him but like he's the only only one that knows deep down that he's like you know not really a hero right so okay. i yeah. i feel like this show has a lot of potential mm-hmm. um yeah last couple projects we have supergirl woman of tomorrow which i was not expecting them to announce a supergirl project so soon yeah but I mean, I'm I'm down for it. Like we haven't really seen Supergirl much at all, like besides the CW and yeah. in the Flash. But that's kind of an alternate universe version of Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that, I, I kind of talked about this before at some point on I don't remember where, but like mm-hmm. I brought it up. But we're like in the comics, Supergirl is quite a different character than Superman. Yes. But as far as like in the animation and live action that we've seen mm-hmm. so far, she's basically just a clone mm-hmm. of Superman. Um, yeah. But what James Gunn brought up is that mm-hmm. she's going to be more, like, jaded, mm-hmm. which I think is very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a very um, cool route to go with her. Yeah, exactly. She's, um, oftentimes she's younger, more emotional. Mm-hmm. She has a similar power level, but she's not as much experience. Yeah. And so a lot of that is is a lot more, is a very interesting dynamic that hasn't really been explored yet, in my opinion. So Yeah, I think they did a decent job in, like, Justice League Unlimited making her mm-hmm. different like they they they, yeah. they definitely put an, an emphasis that she's like a lot more hot-headed mm-hmm. and like doesn't hold back as much as clark does um right. and like james gunn said you know it's supposed to be a jaded supergirl yeah. and like her origin is different in this book than in the um original comics where she just kind of like gets launched into space and then hangs out in like the phantom zone or whatever in like yeah. suspended animation for mm-hmm. however long so that she's technically was born before kal-el but right. ends up being younger than him mm-hmm. um also yeah well yeah and then in in this book it seems like she was like ended up landing on like a piece of krypton or it was just n- never launched at all you know in into space and i haven't mm-hmm. read it yet have you no, I haven't, but okay. I think like it's a, a like a portion of Krypton survived or something like that. So mm-hmm. like they're able to live on it, but like it's not super great. Is gotcha. kind of my impression of it. Okay, yeah. So that's definitely an interesting origin for her, and to have a more mm-hmm. jaded super character, where like yeah. that symbol is very much of like kind of a symbol of um, classical heroics, and you know, right to, to kind of have a more jaded character with that you know, in that same super family could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that could definitely be a pretty cool movie or mm-hmm. I forget. Is it supposed to be a movie? I think so. Uh, yeah, it is supposed to okay. be a movie. Yeah. Okay. And then we have swamp thing, which I am mm-hmm. looking forward to this too. Cause James Gunn's did say it was going to be like a horror, right? a horror story, which I think is really good for swamp thing. Yeah. I don't see it. You can really do swamp thing without making it a horror movie. Mm hmm. Um, I, I, I honestly did enjoy the um, Swamp Thing series, mm-hmm. which was on like DC Universe, I think, when that was still yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was actually pretty good. Like, the, it was surprisingly good, like, production wise. Okay. Um, and, I still and haven't seen it, but it, it, it was very violent. Um, mm-hmm. the, there were some horror elements, but I think making this movie, like, very much part of the magical side. Yeah. of dc would be a really good idea to kind of springboard into other characters like dr fate constantine's zatanna mm. you know yeah um and speaking of this movie apparently just i think today when we're recording this or mm-hmm. 
apparently James Mangold is in talks to direct this movie. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Which could be very cool. He's a really good director. Like he did a great job with mm -hmm. Logan and um yeah. I've enjoyed pretty much every other movie he's made as well. Yeah. And he can definitely direct an R-rated comic book movie. We've seen that, you right, know? Right. So I definitely hope this movie is an R rating and gets an R rating. I feel yeah. like if you're gonna do horror, make it horror, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And honestly, it could be the first real horror comic book movie that I can think of off, off the top of my head. Like, there's some that have, like, dabbled in it, but yeah. nobody's really committed to the horror element, you know? Like, even mm -hmm. Doctor Strange, like, some people have called it a horror movie. It was, like, you know, in the the second one, there were yeah, elements, yeah. but it was not a straight-up horror movie, you know? They're, they're mm -hmm. really, I can't think of one that has been just, maybe the original Constantine with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I was thinking the Blade movies, maybe. Kind of, know. but they're, like, too, like, stylized to be fully sure. horror, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to Swamp Thing. I, I like the character, mm -hmm. and yeah. um, I think James Mangold could do a really cool job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, before we wrap things up, I wanted to talk about some extra news that was released to the press before okay. that whole video dropped. Um, yeah. So I'm getting I'm getting this information from a few different sources. I'm getting it from di discussing film on Twitter, as well mm -hmm. as Variety, Deadline, Heroic Hollywood, all that stuff. So so the first thing it was Peter Safran was talked about Batgirl, and mm -hmm. he was saying I've heard this before, but he said that it was not re releasable. Um, okay. In that it was it it would have hurt DC, but in another quote he also said that it would have hurt the people that worked on it. So to okay. me, that seems like I feel like they probably just gave them like Warner Brothers greenlit this movie with a really low budget for what it was. Mm -hmm. I feel like because they greenlit a lot of stuff just to kind of have it out there, even though they all knew they were losing their jobs. Right. But they didn't give them very much thought and didn't really give them mm -hmm. much of a budget. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm kind of thinking it just had too much of a low budget. And I've heard some people who had seen it say that it felt more like a TV show than a movie. Okay. So I'm thinking they just gave them way too low of a budget and the final product just didn't feel like a good movie, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't I, I don't okay. know because it's multiple people who have said this is not even like Peter Safran doesn't really have much reason to say this and because it's not like he was one of the ones that canceled it. It wasn't his decision. He's not mm -hmm. like backing up his own decision. Right. But I don't know. Like, I still would have liked to see it. Yeah. But it does seem more and more that it was, like, kind of um, sabotaged before it even came out, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is unfortunate for, like, everybody who was involved with it because there's a lot of great talent in there. Yeah. Uh, also heard, I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but reportedly Drew Goddard, Jeremy Slater, Christina Hodson, Crystal Henry, and Tom King are among the writers who are building James Gunn's DCU. Okay. So I I know Drew Goddard. He's done a lot of stuff. He's he was actually the showrunner of the Daredevil series on okay. Netflix. So is he the same one who directed Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Same guy. Um. And then I'm not sure. About, I'm not familiar with the others except for Tom King. He's Tom always King the, is the a comic, comic writer. writer. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be interesting. I mean, it seems like they're focusing really a lot of attention on just getting good writers and good directors mm -hmm. for these projects instead yeah. of just like, let's just green, green light a bunch of stuff and hope we find good talent or like, let's mm -hmm. just find talent and then like find a project for them, you know? 
is mm-hmm. it seems like they're like taking their time and really wanting these to be quality products which i think is something right. that the old regime did not do at all yeah so i'm glad they're finally doing that so that gives me a lot more faith in james gunn and this you know mm-hmm. i'll be honest like i really haven't been excited for the future of dc since maybe like since snyder stuff was first starting mm-hmm. but since then it's just been such like a mishmash and shit show that yeah. it's been really hard to be actually excited it's been like it's been more just like cautiously hopeful. Now I mm-hmm. feel like I can be a little more actually hopeful, you know, yeah. even though it's still yeah. not clear whether these projects will be good, there's at least like a plan going forward, you know, and they're like mm-hmm. focusing on quality right. seems like. Yeah. Apparently yeah. Uh, Peter Safran also said that Ezra Miller is committed to recovery and okay. for furthering their mental health. And right, he said, right. when they feel like they're ready to have the discussion, well, I'll figure out what the best path forward is. So it seems mm-hmm. like there might be an opportunity for him to come back as flash. Um, yeah. Kind of springboarding off of that. Apparently Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, and Ezra Miller and Zachary Levi uh, have the door open to reprise their roles in the DCU. That's like what some reports are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I could find, the actual quote was referring to like those actors. There's James said, there's no reason why all the people you mentioned couldn't be part of the DCU. We just haven't yeah. decided what the story is that we want to tell that incorporates Aquaman or Shazam. Mm-hmm. So it's not really clear whether he means like they could come back. I feel like that wouldn't make sense given they're rebooting everything. And, and if you're right. going to get rid of Henry Cavill, like why would you keep like, Ezra, Gal, and Jason. That would just mm-hmm. be like more confusing than just rebooting everything. Right. Plus, like but we yeah. We already know they're gonna keep Amanda Waller. So that's true. That kind of raises the question like who else is gonna stay? But I I, I, mean, I think they should replace most of the main, like the front runners, right. I feel like. It it is possible that the Amanda Waller series, like he didn't really say either way, like what continuity is gonna be in. It could be mm-hmm. possible it's gonna be like in this remnant like of the dceu and then going forward like it's just kind of a one-off thing and they don't okay. necessarily continue with her it's like it, i feel like that's really vague like they haven't really mm-hmm. like he hasn't really said so but that's true what you said like so i i i don't know i feel like this could be really confusing if they keep those actors though and i feel yeah. like on a personal note like if they get rid of henry cavill and ben affleck but they like keep the other characters and like or the other actors and like why you know mm-hmm. it, it, it it would feel weird to me having a new Batman, a new Superman interacting with those characters when they've already like, you know, right. it's just be like, well, that's the wrong Superman and Batman for this, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. James Gunn also addressed the, you know, supposed firing of Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. And what he said was that uh, they didn't fire Henry Cavill. Henry was never cast. For me, it's about right. who do I want to cast as Superman and who do the filmmakers we have want to cast. And for me, for this story, it isn't Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I don't know, for me, I think the obvious reason would be age. You know, they want to go for it with a younger right. Superman. Um, also, I think just the fact that Warner Brothers just couldn't, like, decide what they wanted to do with Superman. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's it just kind of all over the place. And, like, they, like, kind of tried to change him into this, like shallow like smiley version of superman like after you know like with um the theatrical justice league Mm -hmm. and everything so i feel like 
that's probably a big reason for it too. His version yeah. is just so weird. It's like, where, where do you go with his version? Do you go with the more like, you know, cause it's uh, again, like Zack Snyder had a plan for his arc mm -hmm. and with, without him doing it, you know, it's like, what do you do? Do, do you follow that arc? Do you do something completely new? Do you yeah. kind of go this, you know, it's just like, uh, it, it does just kind of like bring up a lot of issues and a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. um he did say yeah he did also say um for me for this story it isn't henry i like henry he's a great guy i think he's gotten dicked around by a lot of people including former regimes of this company but this superman isn't henry for a number of reasons so mm -hmm. yeah which i mean it makes sense i've kind of you know i've just ex accepted it i'm not gonna be like you know like fire james gun because you know like i yeah. feel like it makes sense i just hope what he's doing with superman is good mm-hmm and I, I am glad he said that, though, that he acknowledged that the previous regime just, like, kept jerking him around. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much all the news I wanted to talk about, at least that I can remember. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll probably remember, remember something else while I'm trying to sleep tonight, but, oh, well, it happens. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, about this um, DC no, stuff? No, just I wanted to bring up that, that, that there was an emphasis on keeping the actors through the video games, animation, TV oh, shows. Oh, yeah. I thought that was kind of and, interesting. And, and, and he brought up comics again. Yeah. How do you think he's going to, like, incorporate comics? Like, how is that? Do you think... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's always been kind of like every time there's a new superhero movie, there's always been kind of like a tie-in comic. Mm -hmm. So, like at the very least, he's talking about that. But there might mm -hmm. be like whole like comic series that connect yeah. to um, the movies because there was one for there was a comic book series recently that tied into like the Arrowverse. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and they've so, done some know. with the Batman 1989 universe. Right, exactly, yeah. And another thing is that, like, you'd have to get actors that are good at both because mm, yeah. with What If, there was <laughs> not, a, there's, some, you know, some shaky performances in the voice acting department. So you'd have mm. to get actors that are good with both. Like, I've, I've seen that, yeah. I, I think they did that with uh, The Mandalorian. There were mm. some actors who went back and forth. And I, did, I didn't watch the show, but yeah. apparently there wasn't an issue there. So No, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, like, Ming-Na Wen, she was Finnick Shand in... Um, Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian, but she reprised a role in the Bad Batch and I yeah. think in, in the Clone Wars too, and like it worked well. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty much it. Thank you everyone for listening. Um. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, uh, please hit like and subscribe and check out the podcast on any um, yeah, on any platforms you listen to podcasts on. But. Yeah, if you are listening to the podcast, to the audio version, uh, please leave a rating and subscribe to this show. And be sure to check us out on our social media. Uh, it's just casual experts, or I think for Instagram, it's like casual underscore exports, just stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yes. thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace out.